Christ, the podcast where I help the disciples of Jesus Christ to engage with the Book of Mormon on a deeper, more personal level by kind of just sharing the personal insights I get from my own study in the Book of Mormon. And today we are doing pages 271 to 276. And if you're kind of new to the podcast and the episodes, generally I do about six pages a day. You don't have to follow along if that schedule doesn't work for you. You can either listen to a podcast every other day and like do three pages a day that way, or you can do it once a week and do one page a day, however works best for you. Um, There's no need to follow me if that doesn't work. And uh, yeah, I'm just here to share some of my personal insights from the Book of Mormon. I wouldn't say that I'm any like professional authority or historian about it. But what I do know is that the Book of Mormon has helped me a lot in my life. And I have gained a lot of power from studying and applying the principles of the Book of Mormon. And so by sharing my personal insights, I'm hoping to help y'all see how it can help you in your lives and maybe see the promises that President Nelson gave back in October 2017 might be fulfilled for you. And so, today, one of the first insights I wanted to point out is that in chapter 25, it actually begins to talk about the prophecies of Abinadi and how uh, there would be more people burned to death by fire. And the reason why I had a personal insight on that one is because of Benedai several generations ago made this prophecy. It's like a it's been a long time since his death that this has come to pass. And yet it still has come to pass. Like it just because it took forever doesn't mean it's not true. And a lot of the Lord's prophecies, especially the ones about Christ, took a long time to come to pass. You know, it can be easy sometimes when we look at the promises the Lord has given us and they haven't happened yet to think that the Lord has forgotten us, but that's not true. The Lord does not forget about us. And we'll be talking more about that in a second, but he fulfills all his words, right? Even though it took like about 50 to 70 years for his words to be fulfilled. You know, they were still fulfilled. The Lord remembered what he told Abinadi. And, you know, God is all powerful. And he's all knowing. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows that what's going to happen from now until the end of the earth. It is all before the Lord. Everything. Every 
last little itty bit of detail, even down to the fact that you got a text from your boss this morning saying that you need to come to work early and now you're freaking out and stressed because you're like, ah, I need to get ready early and I don't really want to. Or, or maybe you realize, oh no, I forgot that assignment was due today. Or maybe it's the Amazon package that you've been waiting for for weeks finally came in the mail. Like God knows all about those little itty bitty details. And he knows exactly what's going to happen from beginning to end. So if God says something's going to happen, even though it might be decades down the road, it's still going to happen. We can trust God to fulfill all his words. He doesn't forget what he says and he's not superfluous with his words. What he says is what he means and he means what he says. And the sons of Mosiah see that too. Because in verse 17, chapter 25, at the end it says, And he had also verified his word unto them in every particular. So every promise that the sons of Mosiah had ever received concerning their preaching to the Lamanites was verified. Every single one. He did not miss a single word. God remembers everything he has told everyone. And he comes through on his promises. You know, God is not a liar and God is faithful forever because he's the same yesterday, today and forever. God has never done anything that would cause us to doubt his character is steadfast and unchanging. It just it, it that that can be such a, a faith builder right there to realize that you know the Lord's word will be fulfilled in every particular and you know it may be more on the Lord's timeline than our own timeline but they will be fulfilled and that there is no need to doubt and there is no need to question or to wonder if the Lord has forgotten you or what he said to you because he will fulfill it And he will fulfill it in every particular. The Lord is amazing. <laughs> like in studying the Book of Mormon and talking about the covenants he makes with the house of Israel and other insights that come to mind, like I I've just learned how amazing. God is. He's absolutely incredible. And, you know, I like reading chapter 26 because Ammon just talks about how awesome God is. And he rejoices in his mercy and in his goodness and all the blessings that they've received from God. 
And I, I love reading chapter 26 and reading about the joy Ammon has and the goodness of God. Like teaching to the Lamanites wasn't easy. They were thrown in prison. They were beaten. They were starved. They were had their clothes taken away. They had the armies of the Lamanites coming after them for a bit there. Like it, it wasn't easy for the sins of Mosiah to go out and preach to the Lamanites. This wasn't a joy walk. A pleasure cruise. This was a this was a journey in a jungle among ferocious people. This was risky. This was scary. And many people thought it was impossible. Like, kind of in the end of this chapter, or more towards the end of the chapter, Ammon talks about how their brethren in Zarahemla were... Um, you know, laughing and mocking them and scorning them and being like, you think you can teach the Lamanites? They will kill you. And how they were actually thinking of destroying them by the sword in order to protect their lands. And, you know, Ammon rejoices because he sees how the Lord had mercy upon the Lamanites you know, and allowed missionaries to go preach the gospel to them instead of the Nephites going and killing all of them. And that when they repented, the Lord poured his spirit out upon them freely. And how he did the same for the sons of Mosiah. They were very wicked, and then God forgave them. God is so incredibly merciful to all of us. And our souls are incredibly precious to him. I don't, maybe one day we will comprehend just how much he loves us and how much he is working for our good and how much he's working to save our souls. I mean, in the scriptures, we can already see how hard God is working. He's a busy man. He's not, you know taking a nap at some point and being like, oh yeah, Ammon, Aaron, you sons of Mosiah, you, you keep going. I'm going to take a nap for a second. No, he's, he's on the clock 24 seven. And he is never stopped thinking about us and how he can help us. And how we can help others come to him as well. You know, I love the line in verse 12 that says, I will boast of my God for in his strength, I can do all things. You know, with God, we are able to do anything. Anything and everything because God is all powerful. And if God is on our side, then who can stand against us? No one, because we got the most overpowered <laughs> being on our side fighting for us. And I just think that's absolutely incredible. That God wants to fight for us, that God wants to prosper us and preserve us and 
take care of us, to gather us and to teach us, to help us, to guide us. All of it. He is the best father anyone could ever ask for. You know, and I, and the sons of Mosiah, they went out and did something that was considered impossible, but because God was on their side, they were able to accomplish the impossible. And because of their faith, even though there was a ton of wars at some point, those wars actually helped convert more Lamanites to the gospel. You know, and I just, God is amazing the way that he works and how good he is to all of us. You know, it doesn't matter what we did yesterday as long as we sincerely repent today and try to be better. And if we fall, we just get right back up. Because God knew we were going to fall. That's why he sent his son. And so that we could get back up. Repentance was plan A. Because he knew that no one would be able to walk this life perfect. And that's not the point. The point is not to be perfect. The point is to learn. To grow. To progress. This life is about the adventure, not the destination. The adventure of coming to know God deeper, more personally, every single day. And to get to know how He works in our everyday lives. And there is a formula in verse 22 of chapter 26 that you know if we want to figure out how God is working in our lives we can apply this formula so the verse is yea he that repenteth and exerciseth faith and bringeth forth good works and prayeth continually without ceasing unto such it is given to know the mysteries of God yea unto such it shall be given to reveal things which never have been revealed Yea, and it shall be given unto such to bring thousands of souls to repentance, even as it has been given unto us to bring these, our brethren, to repentance. So the formula, repentance plus faith plus good works plus prayer equals revelation and bringing other souls to Christ. So how does that relate to what I said before? So if we are wanting to get to know God more, that comes through revelation, right? Anytime God speaks to us is revelation. And so if we want God to speak to us, to reveal to us his character and his love and how much he's working in our lives and to develop a more personal relationship with him and then help others to do the same, then we need to repent. We need to have faith. We need to be continually doing good works and praying always. That's it. That's the formula. That's all we got to do. And God will reveal himself to us. 
God will help us to know his character and his how like how much he's working in our lives how much he loves us he is ever mindful of us in verse 36 of chapter 26 it says yea blessed is the name of my god who has been mindful of this people who are a branch of the tree of israel and has been lost from its body in a strange land. Yea, I say, blessed be the name of my God who has been mindful of us wanderers in a strange land. God is mindful of all his children. God is mindful of those who are of the house of Israel. He doesn't forget us. We, he has constant reminders of us. If you remember back in 1 Nephi chapter 21 verse 16, I believe. He says that his, our image is graven into the palms of his hands and that our walls are continually before him. He has physical reminders in his body to remind us, to remind him of us and how much he loves us and all that he's willing to do for us. He has not forgotten a single person. When he looks down at his scars, he remembers everything that he suffered because it's what we suffer. And he has compassion towards us because of that. And he looks out for us. is ever mindful of where we are and where we want to be. And he is constantly calling out to us to come back to the fold. To come back to him when we stray. And when we come back, he receives us with open arms. He is ready and willing to forgive us. God does not forget his promises, especially to those of the house of Israel. He has made covenants with us. And he fulfills every word. If he says he is mindful, then he is more than mindful. He is always thinking of us. And always thinking about what he can do to save us. To help us. We And we see that specifically with the anti-Nephi-Lehi's in verse 12 of chapter 27. How mindful he is of their situation and how much he's looking out for them. Because he says, get this people out of this land that they perish not. For Satan has great hold on the hearts of the Amalekites who do stir up the Lamanites to anger against thy brethren to slay them. Therefore, get thee out of this land and blessed are this people in this generation for I will preserve them.
God is mindful of your situation and of your struggles against Satan and against sin and against life. Sometimes life is hard and it's a struggle and he's ever mindful of that. And he is working a way to protect you and preserve you and to help you to become free from sin and from Satan and to overcome tribulation and trials so that you can have joy. maybe take some time to write down what you know about the character of God and and to think about the many miracles he has shown you in your life. What has he done in your life that are along the, the covenants of the house of Israel? How has he protected you, preserved you, prospered you? How has he strengthened you? And you know, take some time to ponder how the Lord has helped you and and how you can help others to see that too. Maybe you can take some time to ponder that formula in verse 22 and what you can do to improve so that you can receive revelation from God. And if you've received any other insights, record them down. Please take some time to record them down and act on them. And please share this podcast with anybody and everybody. I want to help as many people as I can. And so don't be afraid to to share this with someone you feel like could benefit from hearing this and hearing some spiritual uh, insights and ideas about the Book of Mormon. And, you know, I hope that all of you have a great day. Remember, God loves you so much and he's mindful of you always. And I will talk to you later.